Good afternoon, and welcome to episode 277 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. How the hell are you guys doing today? It is Saturday, February the 13th, 2021, which means it's my last podcast day of the week. Woohoo! So it's my weekend, motherfuckers. Uh, I hope you guys are all having a great night. I see the OG armies starting to form up in the chat blah, in the chat box. So that's a good thing. Uh, as always, you guys are free to call in to speak about whatever I'm speaking about. Or you can type it out in the chat box if you're too shy to call in. Uh, keep in mind, I don't really look at the chat box nearly as much as I should, So, but I'll try. I'll do my best. <laughs> All right. Uh, as always, we start off with personal things. Uh, not much of a day for me personally. I should have worked out today. I didn't. been feeling a little under the weather. Um, just classic cold symptoms, You know, kind of a hacky, wheezy cough. Yeah, I'm sure it's not the COVID because... Um, I don't even know where I would have got it from, but where would I get a cold from really either? So, but I'm not feeling too horribly bad. I'm just <clears throat> a little under the weather and basically just didn't feel like fucking doing anything, which is good because I set up my workouts that I can do it tomorrow and still be in my uh, range of being okay for how many workouts I get in during the week. So that made it kind of a low key day. Wife went off to work around noon. So I've just been sitting around the house uh, playing bass and being bored for the most part. Um, in cat news, <laughs> Hey, I, I'm going to complain about my personal life. This will be awesome. <laughs> uh, as regular followers of the show know, uh, my wife went to go visit her mom in Florida uh, three or four weeks ago or some shit like that and came back about a week or two ago with a, a cat. Um, her mom is a breeder. She breeds Maine Coons. Um, and she brought home a little kitten, which I was not a big fan of because we already have two dogs and a cat. But I wasn't going to argue with my wife. That's not what the story is about. Uh, she also brought back a year old female cat uh, to give to our next door neighbors because apparently her mom did not want it anymore. It was uh, a cat, but a bad mom. So, and she breeds, so she didn't really have any reason to have it. So after it put, put out a litter and, you know, and then she had to like use extreme me uh, measures to keep it alive, she just didn't want to breed it again. So that being the case, uh, she decided to give it to my neighbors. I don't know how it progressed to that, but that's what happened. So um, things also progressed about exactly how I thought they would as well, because uh, my wife told me today that the, there's a good chance that the wife, that this new cat's going to be coming into our house until my wife can find a new spot to, for the cat. <sighs> See, it turns out they didn't ask uh, the man living in that house next door I, they're not they're not married but they've been like dating for 20 or 30 years so they might as well be married so i'm gonna call him a husband and wife so they didn't ask the husband about it at all and he's not a big fan of the idea he doesn't think it'll get along with the cats they already have and he pretty much ensured that by keeping the cats away from each other for two weeks so like he you know he didn't want the, that cat fucking with his cat so you know basically the cat was locked up in a bedroom for two weeks and they're like yeah it's not working out i'm like well yeah it's not gonna work out if you if you lock it into a fucking prison and then check out every couple of days to see if it's a nice cat now jesus fucking christ it was, it was a horrible way to do that so um i'm also not arguing about this uh i've told her before that you know i'm not gonna get involved in it at all I, but in this case i told her like you know what i'll be honest with you this upsets me so much that i need you to stop talking to me about it because i can't be nice about it to you so uh you go ahead and do what you need to do I'm not going to say anything. Just leave me out of it completely and try not to remind me about it too many times. So that, that, that was the best I could do is uh, I, I don't believe in arguing about things that are already going to happen, so, but I'm not happy about this situation, even a fucking little bit. At least the only good news about it is it's a, a full breed Maine Coon that is not fixed. 
uh, as long as you don't tell people it's a bad mom, uh, <laughs> it probably won't be that hard to find it a home. So I'm hoping this isn't the fucking affair. Because And don't get me wrong, I like pets, I like animals, I have them. But I don't want to bring another animal into the mix even short term. We got a like a kind of a weird thing going on right now where the three animals that we have are getting used to the fourth animal. And that's going along okay. I don't want to throw another fucking cat in there for, for even for short term to make, fuck that shit up. Because we do have a little kitten here. It's like 10 or 11 weeks old now. Shit that happens now is going to affect this cat his entire life. Kittens and puppies are the same as fucking uh, kids as it turns out. You have to raise them, right? Otherwise, they'll be fucked up. And if we fuck this up, I'm going to have a fucked up cat for the next fucking 20 years. So, yeah, I'm a little bit more heated about this than I am about mo most things because I don't think she understands the ramification. I don't know. Maybe I'm fucking just overreacting about this shit. The cat, the, the cat seems, the kitten seems fine so far, despite the fact that my dogs basically beat the fuck out of it. It's a four, four or five pound cat and like 15, 16, 17, 18 pound dogs. So they don't play uh, nice. But so far, it seems fine. I'm, <laughs> so, yeah. <sighs> passive J, passive J. See, this is why I'm passive J, because if I get worked up about something, I get fucking stupid. Here I'm all ranting and raving about my wife on the fucking podcast because she wants to help rehome a cat, which in the grand scheme of things is not a big deal. <laughs> all right, everything will be all right. Well, so anyways, that's what I have going on with me. What's going on with you guys today? Got anything you want me to talk about? Or, um, or should we just go over to the OG for topics as we normally do? Yes. Uh, let's see. Yeah, re yes, Jay, you're overreacting. Oh, hi, mom. Yeah, I know I'm overreacting. I'm just, I just, uh, it's just been kind of a frustrating experience for me. Um, I'm not used to having like no opinion on stuff that affects me. <laughs> I guess that's being married. <laughs> Jay, you need to go to Margarita. Well, you know what? I, I, I very, so very rarely drink, but if you hand me like a strawberry daiquiri or something like that, I'd be all about it. Um, I always like those, uh, fruity foo-foo drinks. Um, if nothing else, I don't think I could probably get enough of them into me to make it a serious problem. You know, back in the day, it was all about drinking Jack Daniels and Jameson's and things like that. Now, um, like a, mar uh, a margarita or possibly a daiquiri would be delicious. Oh, hold on a second. Hey mom, how you doing? I'm doing just fine. Um, you really should hook up with my husband. <laughs> um, back <laughs> When Katrina hit in Louisiana, uh, I had decided I wanted to go down and help with the animals. Mm -hmm. I wanted to help rescue dogs and cats. So I packed myself up, got a couple other women. We drove down, stayed a couple weeks, did some rescue, came home, decided I was going to go rescue full time. So a household that had two dogs all of a sudden became a household with six dogs. Oh and then I started transporting them from the south up to New York. Um, and I would keep them until the shelter had room for them. So I had at one time four litters of puppies, um, six puppies in one litter, five in one. And unfortunately, he didn't have a hell of a lot of say about it either. So <laughs> you, you and he would have quite a conversation, Jay. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. So it's not just me that it happens to apparently. And she's, and she's a, my wife is a very kind, thoughtful, generous person with both her time and her money. Uh, so this is not the first time this sort of thing has happened. Um, mm -hmm. so I, I take it all for a grain of salt. I mean, it's, it's because she's a good person that this stuff happens. You have to take the side. Exactly. Of that occasionally. Yeah. Yep. So the, uh, the good she is doing will outweigh the little bit of, uh, of, uh, 
discomfort that you have to deal with. And the cats and yeah, the dogs in your household really will be fine. And, like I said, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you knew what I was bothered about, really. I'll be fine one way or another. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll turn the fan up extra high in my bedrooms when I sleep so I don't have to hear shit. And other than that, you know, if you don't focus my sleep, really nothing else bothers me that much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay, you have a great day. All right, thanks for calling in, Mom. Thank we'll you. you later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so apparently, I, yeah, I have nothing to complain about because it could have been a lot worse. She she came up she came up with one with two cats. I mean, it could have been twenty. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I know someone who does that. Well, not technically, kinda. Um, where we got our second dog, Lulu, was like a rescue, but it's kind of. But when you say a, a rescue, you you think like you know someone has bought like a commercial building and they have built a shelter and things like that. But no, this rescue is one hundred percent out of her house, which she rents. Uh, <laughs> I have no clue how she managed to talk her talk the landlord into that particular uh, arrangement, but holy shit. Cause she literally has like six, seven, eight, nine dogs, five, six, seven. She has like 20 or 30 fucking animals in her house at one time. Uh, shit. I mean, let's, let's go check her website and see what she has going on right now. I, I think she has a website. Animal. That's I don't, I don't even think that she has owns the name to be honest with you. Uh, Tri County Animal Rescue in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, it's a link to a link thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because her website's a, fa- a Facebook link, of course. <laughs> Hold on, I'm not. I'm looking not looking at the uh, Podbean screen. So if someone's trying to call, give me a minute. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't even know if there's there's no real way to even see what animal she has except for her Facebook posts on it, and she po- posts a lot. Actually, I I stopped following them. This uh, this is something that uh, I'm kind of ashamed to admit. But if you're a good person on Facebook, I've probably stopped following you. Uh, this happens because good people post about horrible things. Like she's a nice person. She's trying to help out animals. But all of her Facebook is filled with all these poor abandoned animals. Uh, I have a couple other people that honestly I, I unfollow because they post all these sad stories about animals and pets and things like that. And I don't need that in my life. Um <clears throat> I mean, I know, I know they're just trying to raise awareness and help out and all this good stuff, but fucking, you don't need to raise my awareness anymore. I already feel horrible about the entire animal situation. So you don't, don't make me feel bad by posting more of it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And mom says that hers was out of her house until there was someone to transport them to the shelter. Yeah, I think, yeah. But she, when you said you had like four or six dogs and two or three litters, she sounds like she has like, yeah, more like 15 or 20 dogs and maybe four or five litters. And I'm sure it's not a big house because it's a house in Pontiac. And uh, uh, once again, I don't, she's been there for a couple of years. So, you know, the landlord has been into that house since she moved in. I don't know how he, she could possibly talk him into that because it's ruining the fucking house. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And no, no tits. I don't want to get a python. I don't think snakes are like an awesome pet. I'm not afraid of a snake. That doesn't bother me or anything like that. But to me, the purpose of a pet was always to like engage with it. You know, like you play with your dog, you play fish with your dog, or you'll throw some catnip at your cat and then play with it with a string or some shit like that. You don't play with a python. It just sits there and waits for you to feed it the next thing. So I, this doesn't seem like a lot of fun times. See, like a ferret, ferrets. I wouldn't get a ferret because I don't like the way they smell. Um, <laughs> I know, and, and from what I understand, there's no way to keep have that go away completely. But a ferret, I can understand. A ferret can be fun, you know. Uh, but the 
look at them, pets have never been a big attraction to me, like you know, pythons or tarantulas or, you know, or iguanas or all that good stuff. You know, the stuff that you just keep in a, in a, a cage all the time or and look at. I don't have any ethical qualms with that. I don't, I don't consider those animals intel, intelligent enough for to have it bother me. But I, I also don't see the uh, attraction of any of those type of things. Um, the a fish tank... <sighs> Once again, it looks cool. Don't get me wrong. If if I was living in a house with an awesome built-in fish tank and I had the money to have someone come and fuck with it and make sure it stayed right all the time, I'd probably love it. But for the amount of entertainment value it gives, to me, it doesn't really seem worth the effort at all. Um, no, dude, let the snake roam the house. Yeah, that would solve my pet problem rather quickly, wouldn't it? Because uh, a good size uh, python would eat every single thing in this house. I mean, my my largest pet is 18 pounds. So, oh, I'm sorry. You know what? That's not true at all. I forgot about Sam, who's who's way who's way past thirty at this point. I think. So yeah. So a thirty-something pound cat, a uh, eighteen-pound dog, a sixteen-pound dog, and a four or five-pound cat kitten at this point. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. A good-sized python would be able to take them all out. Sam might be able to escape, but probably not. He's still not big enough. Uh, there's plenty of uh, pythons out there that can eat something that's thirty pounds. Why are we talking about this? Why are we talking about hypothetical pythons eating my pets? I just got to stop reading the chat box on some nights, apparently. Huh? <laughs> oh, see, it's 614. The reason I'm watching the clock is because I'm trying to talk my wife into getting on the show today. She, you guys heard her briefly, and you guys clamored for more. So uh, she gets off work at technically 6, but she stays and helps clean. She works at a restaurant. So she's normally home around 6 or 645. I told her she needed to download the app while she was at work when she wasn't busy and that she needed to find a, he a pair of headphones as soon as she got home. So hopefully we'll be getting a call from the wife around 630 or so. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm going to regret this. I can guarantee you that right now. My wife is not going to be too concerned about my feelings or my internet internet reputation. So <laughs> I think this is probably going to be a horrible, horrible idea that I'm going to rue for the rest of my days. But yeah, we will try to get my wife on later tonight. <laughs> All right, let's go over to the OG and see what they're talking about. Uh, let's see. Pedro Pascal is woke. Nah, I don't care about that. Stories you're no longer embarrassed to share. Someone uh, directed this to me earlier in the day. I haven't actually read any of these. Um, but we are going to now. Uh, what I'm referring to when I say the OG, uh, the other ground is not just the name of the show. The other ground is an off-topic forum over on MixedMartialArts.com. The MixedMartialArts.com is also known as the underground. We're over in the other ground, off-topic form. Get it? Yeah, it's a horrible joke. Uh, but regardless, that's where the show came from, so we always go back over there to see what they're talking about. Let's see. Let's see what these stories are. Uh, we'll start off with the first one. Early 2000s. Girlfriend was going to be gone for a while, and I needed to rub one out. Ooh, VH ta VHS tapes were still a thing for some people before internet porn took over. In my closet, I had stored VHS porns on the top shelf where the clothes hang from. Again, remember, I'm reading these straight out. Some of their grandma's not that awesome. Instead of taking two minutes to go get a stepladder, I decided to use my girlfriend's bouncy big exercise ball. I try to balance myself on the ball so I can get a view of the VHS tapes and select one for my choosing. Uh, I lost my balance, instinctively grabbed the shelf to hold myself up. But with my weight, the shelf collapsed inward toward the middle. As I'm falling to the ground, one by one, the VHS tapes slide toward the middle part of the collapsed sh shelf, hitting me square in the head. The first ones hurt considerably, considering my back landed on the bouncy ball, bouncing me up towards the incoming VHS tapes. I actually got marked on my forehead, 
or a tape hit or two hit me. I don't even think I continued my planned FAP session that day. So what are your embarrassing stories? That's eh, a decently embarrassing story. You guys want, you guys like these? You guys want me to read a couple of these? Uh, what the fuck? Why not? We'll do a couple more. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Bombfire XM said, I got shit-faced at like 19 and went downstairs to my friends and started jerking off next to his gross mom. Uh, I didn't, I didn't this more than once. Yeah, I didn't do this more than once. Yeah, that is an embarrassing show story. Uh, you probably should still be embarrassed in that one. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm skipping over a couple of these. When I was 12, I got fired from a volunteer job. Yeah, okay. Oh, here we, here's a good one. I got my ass beat by an openly gay guy in college. Uh, the last girl I seriously dated caught me using her vibrating bullet on my wiener to, to J my D when she was asleep. I was in the bathroom, had just shit, and was doing it with the door locked. She woke up and lost her shit, banging on the door, screaming, crying, cursing. I frantically tried to clean up uh, the situation and open the door to address this insane person, explaining that what I was doing in graphic honesty. She never commented on the horrific shit smell or the fact that I was using her toy to make white. She is inconsolate that I had locked the door because apparently her former financier fiance locked himself in the room and killed himself. I didn't know this. Good times. Okay, so those are two different stories. I wish we would have known that. I thought this was going to be a story by him getting his ass beat by an openly gay guy in college. So yeah, okay, these stories are weird. <laughs> uh, let's see. I shit my pants on a field trip an hour and a half away from school. Yeah, it's got to be a bad one. Oh, let's see. Let's do one more. I was privy to the after party for a bachelorette outing that was eight or nine girls and about three guys. So instead of capitalizing on this gift from Jesus, I proceeded to set sail with Captain Morgan so far out to sea that I eventually passed out on their couch. I also shit up myself on that couch. <laughs> Upon regaining consciousness, I made my exit uh, like a thief in the night. Unfortunately, I was good friends with one of the girls. She called me the next day and very pro politely provided me with the most humiliating phone call I've ever had. <laughs> Didn't speak to them much after that. <laughs> okay, I think that's enough of those. But yeah, that's pretty bad, huh? How about you guys? Do you ever guys, you guys have any really, oh, how's that good timing? All right, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that name. How are you doing today, caller? Haha, Passive J, I fooled you again. It is I, the hacker. Oh, shit. Uh, what can I do for you, hacker? Uh, sir? Well, I was sitting back and I was listening to you whine endlessly about your cat in your blah blah blahs again yeah, and I realized yeah. I hadn't rapped about Dalton yet I don't think you have nope so it's about that time motherfuckers oh shit go ahead sir that's why I trolled your shit that motherfucker west side that boy killers First off, he's a bitch and his shtick is lame. He ran out on the show and he skipped the blame. He claims to be an alpha, but he's fucked for life. He eat Kentucky Fried Chicken with a fork and knife. Lard ass ain't trying to see me weak. Hearts are ripped. Are not even evil bad guys are some bark ass bitches. He keep them coming while he grubbing on them junk foods. His stomach steady rumbling on the hooves. And then he drooled. Our duck, go ask our boy how I'll leave you. Fuck your order like a DoorDash pizza. Now pizza either. Dalton, don't fuck around with real cheese. He eat expired foods because they cheat. He's such a creep. So let the tubs know a song for life and let the OGL ride tonight. That boy murdered on cast and killed. Otta loves to get his ass filled. You know the drill. Lollipops when you see our dot. 
ice cream shops when you see our dot. He rage quit and yeah, the punk didn't finish. Now he's crying about impeachment from his village. Punk, I hit him up. Enormous ass bitch. Go suck Bernie's dick. Dorito looking faggot. No one likes you, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Get him out. what I'm talking about. What do you think about all that, Sly? God damn, that was such a good that was a, such a good segue. You and you fucked it up, Sly. We got Sly on the phone. Oh. He's away from us. <laughs> what what do I think about that? I'm out I'm out fucking driving. I I I pulled my headphones out, turned my music off, rolled my windows down and was freaking bobbing. <laughs> With all these cars, like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, that was the new shit, dude. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, it, it's incredible that 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 fucking hacker has his talent is limitless. Goddamn right, it is. Like he can hack people, he can rap. God, who knows what else he can do? He might be Batman. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't prove this, but I suspect he's that guy that called in and, and did the punk one too. He did a fucking punk song. He did a, like a couple of them. I think it was him. Wow. Yeah. Who knows? We had so much crazy shit happening earlier in the year. Uh, I mean, he could have been responsible for so much of it. It's it's scary thinking back on it. How he masterminded all this shit. <laughs> you know? uh, I'm not gonna fuck with him. That's all I can say. <laughs> I feel bad for certain other people, but I'm okay. So we're. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, yeah. I, uh, are you getting pumped up for the uh, card tonight? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's since I'm not doing these, you know, fight picks. Yes, I'm just gonna watch fights like normal. <laughs> are you gonna be doing a fight companion tonight? I don't know. You know, we'll see. I just got, you know, duped into running fucking errands, but, uh, you know, we'll see. I think so. Are you going to stay up and for any of it if we do it? Uh, probably. I'll try. I mean, but, you know, you know me. I'm in bed by like 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. The fuck, 9 o'clock would be late for me. But I'll try. I, I make no guarantees and I'm probably going to fail, but I would like to hang out with you guys for a while. It'd be fun. All right. I usually do it at Wolf Castle. You know, he's kind of been, you know, my wingman. Right here. Yeah, he's your co-host, man. You, you, yeah, everyone yeah. needs a co-host. That's why my show sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know. I know you guys like doing impro- impromptu podcasts too a lot, though, which is a fun thing. Uh, you guys never publish any of that shit, though, do you? Do you? Never, because well, we we talk about things that nobody else does. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> for the best. Everyone has their secret lives. Yeah. Uh, also, you know, there's some things you just can't say, and I know why you have to publish yours because you're a legit podcaster. We're just a bunch of fucking ass clowns, you know, trying to have a good time. Right, right, right. Which I understand, and, and trust me, there are episodes that I wish I hadn't published. <laughs> so, but yeah, everything I got to have uh, everything uh, on the uh, legit here, so that when we explode in popularity, that I'll have a whole bunch of uh, podcasts that I can go ahead and sell, like do like a Joe Rogan or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, Jay, there, there's nothing they can come at you for, you know. I think your blessing in disguise is you legitimately are not political. No, no, I don't give a shit about that shit. Yeah, so, yeah, and, and once you take politics about, out of it, unless you're fucking stupid, you're just really hard, it's hard to say the wrong thing, you know. If you, you just have to think about it, you know. Politics, it, it's easy to say the wrong thing because whatever you say is going to offend about half the people out there. If you don't do politics, it gets a lot harder to, like, uh, get yourself into trouble. 
Yeah, yeah, I suppose you're right. You you lose half of your audience no matter what you said politically. <laughs> exactly. You know, and and I don't care about politics uh, to enough to try to get into that realm. Uh, I mean, it's for some people it works very well. There's tons of political podcasts out there. Um and lots of very popular ones because you don't need the uh, entire country to like you. You don't even need half. You, you, you need a pretty small segment of people to actually like your opinions to uh, to be uh, a successful show as long as you can get your opinions out there to those people. You know? um, but I still don't want to do it. I don't, I don't care enough about politics. It gets so mean and petty and back and forth-ish. It's always us versus them. And I think the real world world is a lot more in the middle of that. So I leave a, and I live in a real world. So that's how I'm going to treat it. All right, brother. Uh, I agree. I, I'll be back in a minute. This All is right, going to get annoying. No, I know exactly what a shopping cart sounds like, sir. You have good luck. I'll see you in a little bit. <laughs> uh, that's funny. He, he probably just, he's going to stay. He's going to hang out here. Uh, he just threw himself on mute. Oh, man. Very, very slurry today. I didn't feel like it was a heavy wax day, but apparently it was. I should keep track of that one day and see exactly how much I smoke on a day where I'm not working or anything like that. Probably too much, if there is a such thing anymore. All right, back over to the OG for a new topic. Uh, I don't think we're going to do any more of the stories that they're no longer embarrassed to share because I didn't pre-read those. That's probably what I should have did, picked out a couple good ones. But as you guys know, I do no fucking uh, research or work on this show beforehand. It's just turn the microphone on and start talking. <laughs> so speaking of, of the uh, pets thing, uh, here's the thing on the OG that uh, I saw develop. Uh, a couple weeks ago, um, I think I mentioned this on the show, uh, this OG in uh, Texas uh, found a home, an abandoned dog. And he decided to take it in. It's a big old fucking golden retriever, weighs like 90 pounds. He called it Todd. And... Uh, the entire forum thought that was awesome. You know, they, they sent him money to help him pay for the uh, food yeah, and vet bills and things like that. But unfortunately, I just saw a thread about it today saying he's not actually going to be able to keep it like he had planned to. However, there's an OGer in Illinois who would be more than happy to take the Todd. Um, so there, there's a thread on the OG right now about how they're going to try to get this dog from Texas to Illinois. And to give the guy that found the dog credit to... Uh, because, you know, it was kind of disappointing for him to ha- him have it for a couple weeks and all of a sudden say he's not going to have it. But to give him credit, he's offered anybody who's willing to take that dog from Texas to I- Illinois $1,500 plus like $35 a mile. I'm excuse me, 35 cents a mile to cover gas. So um, he is uh, doing the best he can. I Obviously, at that point, he, he, he can't keep the dog for himself. You know, uh, I firmly believe that there's no way someone would be offering to pay two or three thousand dollars when it comes right down to it to rehome a dog if they're just because they decided they didn't want it you know so i, I feel that uh you know my first tendency is to go oh dude come on you can't keep the dog you've been able to keep the dog for two weeks but clearly that's not the case if he's willing to spend that much money and put that much effort to having it being rehomed so more power to them um is it a great pyrenees oh no it's it, it might have part great pyrenees i don't think it's quite big enough it, it it's it looks like a golden retriever but it's big for a golden retriever it's at least 80 or 90 pounds i think i think the great pyrenees get bigger than that though tits and Dennis says you'll give you two thousand dollars for sadie no not a chance there's we've had that conversation before i don't i don't see why you guys are bringing it up again there's no amount of money that would get you to uh would that would get me to sell you my dog to attach two thousand one dollars oh you got me that extra dollar that was the enticement that i needed no uh-uh, i would never get rid of one of my dogs i would never move someplace where 
And this is and this is where uh, I start to judge people because I consider a pet like a commitment until you die or that pet dies. And so many times when you in shelters, uh, you see pets that come two or three years old because their family's life changed. Like they move someplace where they can't have pets. And I tried not to hard. I try hard not to judge that sort of thing. But fucking dude, I would never in a million years move someplace where I couldn't have pets because I have pets. It kind of prevents me from doing that. I couldn't conceive going. Okay, yeah, we're gonna have to get rid of all these pets because we're moving someplace that doesn't have pets. I I would work around it. There has to be some. There, there's always another option. Uh, um, the, you know, it's I. So when people, because you got to remember, I used to work at a. Uh, animal shelter. So I, I've heard a lot of these. It's like, oh, well, you know, or we had to move the move here because of the job and, you know, uh, this new place that we can't, you know, have a, a pets, you know, because it's an apartment and we can't afford a house. And, and I don't know, it's hard to judge somebody, somebody when they're telling you that, you know, it's, a, I don't know, I guess, I, I guess I, oh, is mama leaving? Oh, bye mom. Have a great night. Yeah, I guess one another thing I'm complaining about. I do complain a lot on this show. You guys are right. Shit. All right, let's find something else to talk about. I'm depressing myself talking about homeless animals. Oh, let's see. The fighting techniques of Captain Kirk. That's going to be in gifts, so it's not really a, t- a topic to talk about unless somebody is a really big Star Trek fan and wants to call in about that. I am not. Um, despite being a super nerdy person, I'm not really... Um, into a lot of the classic nerdy stuff i don't really care about star trek i mean it's not horrible when when star trek the next generation was on and i was i want to say a teenager i'd have to look up the exact timing on that i enjoyed watching it but you i'm not a trekkie by any stretch of the term uh and same thing with star wars oh my god the first three were okay the second three weren't that great the third three i barely watched uh so certainly that's not my nerd uh topic i don't really know what it is uh Maybe that's why I don't uh, fit in that well, because uh, I I don't fit into the mold of any typical nerd. Clearly, I'm nerdy. I'm not going to uh, lie to you guys. If you've seen a picture of me, your first thought would be nerd, but but uh, just a gigantic nerd. I mean, I, I mean that in a literal sense. <laughs> I'm very large, um, but but still clearly nerdy. Um, oh, no, I see Jitsu just entered the live studio. Call in, buddy, man. I want to talk about WandaVision. Are you too, uh, fucking juice? I know you're hanging around here someplace as well. Uh, the show is getting pretty fucking awesome, but my wife is not a huge Marvel fan. She likes the movies, but that's the end of it. She, you know, she didn't collect comic books when she was growing up or know any of the details. So when I look at this, when I point at the screen and go, oh, 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 she doesn't really know what I'm talking about. So it's good. And I need that. I need some people to talk about my particular nerd things. I guess I'd be comic book nerd. Although I read comic books when I was a kid, but I didn't have a bu- whole bunch of them because comic books are expensive. I know you're going to say they're not expensive. They're only like a dollar or two dollars or three dollars. That's true. But they're expensive in the uh, regard that you spend one dollar, two dollars or three dollars and you finish reading it in about 45 seconds. <laughs> so to me, the dollar to entertainment ratio was never that great. I love reading comic books. My favorite thing in the world is to find someone else's comic book collection and read a whole bunch of shit, a shitload of them in a row. Um, but to me, you know, $2, $2 a pop or a dollar a pop. God, I think when I first started buying comic books, they were like 65 cents or something or a dollar. I'd have to go back and look it up, but they're still pretty cheap, but you went through them so fast. Um, is that my old face and sound? Yes, it, actually, that is. 
tits says he bought a stolen Garfield comics. No, I didn't ever like those type of comics. Um, like Sunday comics. Eh, Calvin and Hobbes was good. Uh, I enjoy reading collected Calvin and Hobbes books. I used to have a couple few of those. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry I offended your Garfield fandom. I, just not my, just not one of my comics. <laughs> yeah, uh, of, the, of the Sunday comics things, I think Dilbert had some funny shit, and uh, Calvin and Hobbes was pretty good. The rest of that stuff, uh, Far Side, yeah, but you know, Far Side was actually a little before my time. I've seen lots of it, but really, but the guy retired doing that actively. I think before I was hit like thirteen or fourteen. I bet I don't even like lasagna. I love lasagna. I love almost all Italian food. One thing I really like about Italian food is it's really hard to fuck up. Uh, like whenever I go out and have Italian food someplace, it's at least okay. You know, like even fucking microwave food, like as long as you don't overcook it, like a Stouffer's lasagna is perfectly fine, which is surprising because almost nothing is perfectly fine when you microwave it. But but uh, um, lasagna is, although it's, although that is better if you throw it in the oven, obviously. But yeah, <laughs> so no, no one wants to call and talk about WandaVision. You guys are assholes. <laughs> Making me do the whole show with me and just a little help from Sly. All right, that's fine. I can do that. One of these days, I'm just going to whip out fucking nerd-ass topics you guys don't like at all. That would be a good idea, wouldn't it? Drive off my entire audience. <laughs> oh, let's see. They're talking about classic cars on the OG. Man, that's one of the things. I love cars. I've, we've talked about this before. I love cars. I really do. Uh, um, I love old cars. I love new cars. Uh, about the only type of cars I don't like are... 80s cars, because those are the cars I grew up with. And those are super-duper shitty, uh, mostly because, you know... Uh, federal regulations that strangled them to death from 75 to like 90 or so and there's no such thing as a fast car if you if you have a car that between 75 and i don't know 88 or 90 and you think it's fast you're wrong <laughs> it's not <laughs> at least not at least, not at least stock if you did something to it possibly um which bums me out really because um most people i believe enjoy like looking back with nostalgia on the cars of their youth you know, that's why classic cars are a thing for start. Now they're, you know, now they're just a thing of their own, but they started off as a thing where if older people looking back on their youth, the cars when they had, when they were a young person and wanting those cars again, that's how the entire classic car thing happened. All of my classic cars are shitty. You know, uh, I was born in 73. I started driving in, um, 88. Wait, wait, only 73, 83, 84, 85, 86, uh, Yeah. Uh, 88 or 89. Um, so all the cars that were awesome in 89 fucking are shitty cars. Go look up an 89 Camaro or an 89 Mustang and check it out, dude. They fought, you know, they're, I mean, body wise, some of them still looked okay. Even though I think eighties is kind of a horrible time for how cars look too. Um, but, uh, Engine-wise, shit. Like, let me give you an example. Let's look up '89 Mustang, right? Nineteen. Get out of the way. '89 Mustang GT uh, horsepower. That's what we want. We want to. It'll do. Yeah, horsepower. Let's see. In 1989, ooh, the factory figures for. Excuse me. In 1989, Mustang GT show. 225 horsepower and 300 foot-pounds of torque. Um, yeah, so uh, let's you know what, let's go ahead. That's missing a thing because we don't know how much it weighs. So that's a meaningless number. Uh, 
don't know how much the car weighs. So. 2,725 pounds, so it's lighter than I thought it was. Um, but the mighty Mustang in uh, 1989 has pretty close to the same statistics and weight of the Ford Fiesta that I drive today. It's a Fiesta ST, don't get me wrong, so it's a uh, fancy one. But seriously, can you imagine like having your 89 Mustang get spanked by a, a Ford Fiesta GT? So that's why it bums me out uh, the time period I came from because all the cars that, you know, and 89 is actually w when it started to recover. I'm sure by, in like an 85 or something like that really got a fucking suck ass. I think the 1980 Corvette had 200 horsepower. So my my Fiesta ST can beat the fuck out of a 1980 Corvette, you know. So. But I like other but I still like uh, cars from the other eras. So I still have that. Like I love uh, some of the classic cars. One of my favorites is a Mustang, um, like a 69 or a 70 Mustang. Um, God, what kind was that? Not the boss. <sighs> I can't remember the name of it. Oh, the Mach 1. Yeah, yeah, the Mach 1 ones. They had almost a flat back rear window. Those look fucking awesome. We really want one of those. Uh, but the classic cars are super duper expensive now. So I imagine that would probably be pretty pricey. Jay. Huh. Yes, sir. Please, we need to back up a second. All right. All right. I, there, there's, I'm not getting something here. One, I don't know what long division is. If you're making fun of an Asian person saying long division, uh -huh. since you know I am pre-genetically pre disposed to being better at mathematics than most of the people mm -hmm. I'm talking to on here, uh -huh. um, I'm surprised the hacker didn't call in and call you out on that. Or I, I really, seriously, what I don't know what you were division? saying. What is okay, Wong I, Division? I don't. I don't believe I said Wong Division. <laughs> what was the context? The context was jujitsu. Call in, man. We got to talk about Wong Division. Oh, Wanda Vision. <laughs> the show Wanda Vision. It's one word. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that's what I was talking about. Not not Wong Division, which is not a special Asian type of math either. Um. So, yeah. That would be getting a call from the hacker. That's horribly racially insensitive. I'm glad I didn't say that. <laughs> so no, no, I was I was talking about one division, the TV show, uh, the Marvel show on Disney Plus, that's getting fucking ridiculous. The latest thing I just saw, the latest three, the next three. Uh oh, here it comes. I didn't say it, dude. <laughs> Come on, we can do it. There we go. Oh, it didn't work. Let's try again. There we go. I didn't say anything, dude. You disgusting bigot. I can't even believe it. I didn't do anything. You heard me wrong. One, I didn't say that. WandaVision. WandaVision, yeah. Jay. Now now we're just going to start naming our TVs after black ladies. <laughs> this is absolutely oh. racist and unacceptable. Okay? Just because the TV is black doesn't mean you get to call it Wanda. <laughs> oh, God. What? <laughs> Wanda's just the name of the character in the show, and she's white, by the way. So I don't know. I'm not sure. Is Wanda traditionally a black name? I don't. I did not know that. I yeah. I can't say I know any Wandas, so maybe that's true. So, <laughs> but no, it's a Disney show. It's a pretty good one too. I and I heard uh, that the last three episodes are all going to be an hour long. So that's going to be fucking great. Because basically, at this point, for those of you who haven't been watching the show, it's it's Marvel movie quality fucking show. Um. So uh, it's at this point I've been. It's like watching. How long has it been? Let's see, six. Uh, a three-hour-long 
movie that has another three hours to go. So it's about halfway through. Uh, and several people have told me that they had trouble getting started with it because the first couple episodes are really weird. Uh, and they are really weird. Just get stick with them. But they're only a half hour each. So it's an hour and a half of weirdness. So it does pay off. Uh, if you can't, start with episode four. Episode four technically explains everything that happened in the first three episodes. So you can skip to episode four and be perfectly fine. You, it, you just lose the buildup that the show was intending to have to, to shock you and make, make you go, oh, shit, you know, that's what happened. You're not going to get that if you uh, start with episode four, but you can still do that. And and I do recommend it if you someone watches the first episode and go, oh, this fucking sucks. I hate this because you got two more episodes of it. Uh, if, you, if you truly can't handle it, don't quit the show. Move on to episode four. There you go. And yes, John Takiri, I'm still trying to get someone into my dork ass Wanda show, uh, which is getting great re ratings and wonderful reviews. So it can't just be me. I mean, I've given up on trying to get you guys into like my other nerdy shit, like Dragon Ball Z and Naruto. And, you know, I, I guess I am anime nerdy, but I only like a couple of them. But you guys don't like any of them. So that's, that's fine. Nerdcore rap. Yes, I do like a couple nerd. Once again, you know what? I think what the problem is, is I'm fucking shallow. <laughs> I don't like anything a ton. Like, I like a couple nerdcore rap songs. I don't like a, a ton of them. I don't like, uh, you know, like I like a couple few animes. I don't like a ton of them. Apparently, apparently I'm just fucking shallow. <laughs> like, uh, I like Dragon Ball Z. That was, that's always been a fun one. Um, the other ones I saw that were good, like, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood's really, really good. In some ways, that's better than Dragon Ball. Uh, it's a lot more mature for people that don't like the the uh, child nature of Dragon Ball, even though child nature is a relative thing because that is a Japanese child's uh, anime is quite a bit more mature than an American one in the first place. But still, uh, so Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood's a really good one. Um, I think Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood Brotherhood is the only one I've seen from start to finish. Uh, at one point, that was the case of dragon ball but then they added a whole bunch more ones and i haven't followed them they're up to like dragon ball super now or some shit like that um another one that i watched but never finished was bleach bleach was excellent the first couple seasons uh, seasons i watched of it but i lost interest at, uh, after a certain point and apparently it got pretty fucking weird after that oh sorry Mindy, he's, he's seen every single episode of dragon ball from all the series including the movies all right uh well sermon sermon Sarmenti, I'm probably saying your name wrong. Have you ever looked up the something called Dragon Ball Z Abridged on uh, YouTube? You sound like a big fan, so I'm guessing you probably have. Uh, for those of you who are Dragon Ball Z fans who have not seen this, which would surprise the fuck out of me because it's been on YouTube for like 10 years. Um, there's something called uh, Dragon Ball Z Abridged um, where the a whole bunch of guys took the original episodes, cut out all the filter, uh, used some uh, software editing to so that they could um, edit the images uh, and make their voice movement, uh, like mouth movement match, and then re-recorded all of the uh, vocals on it, like all the voice acting with themselves, and changed it. So it still tells the entire same story, but it edits out a lot of filter, puts it in a lot of adult humor, uh, just a lot more mature thing, and it's fucking awesome. The first couple episodes are a little bit rough, so I really tell people to uh, skip over the entire little Raditz thing and start when they uh, get to uh, 
uh, Vegeta, really. And even then, it's a little rough. Uh, but once they once they get off planet to Namek, it's a fucking amazing thing. I highly recommend it to anybody who likes Dragon Ball Z even a little bit. I like them better than the fucking original episodes now. And, and unfortunately, they they only went up to the Cell Saga and then stopped doing it because uh, they had legal issues off and on because it's a parody of some official stuff. And then they did a, a whole a whole bunch of the movies like the Broly movie. Uh, Lord Slug, and I'm, you guys know what the fuck I don't. Most of you guys don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, a Tree of Might, uh, Dead Zone. They did a, lo- a lot of those movies as well. So, uh, oh, you're, you know what? That's what they didn't do any of that. So, yeah, sorry, Monday. I, I missed if you uh, uh, have seen any of the abridged stuff. But if you haven't, look it up. Anyways, moving on. Oh, let's see. You guys still don't got anything you want to talk about? I only got 15 minutes left. Uh, I was really, really hoping my wife would be home by now so we could throw her on since you guys wanted to talk to her. Uh, and if she shows up the next couple of minutes, I'm still going to make her come on. But I guess I should be prepared to find something else to talk about for the next 15 minutes. Uh, let's see. Um, back over in the OG. You know what? Let's flip on over to the actual Yahoo News. Maybe there's something on the actual news that we can talk about. I doubt it. You guys know I don't like politics, so it's unlikely. Um, Wanda Maximoff should be Jewish in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <sighs> We're going to pass right over that one. <laughs> Let's see what else we have to talk about. Man, I think it's because uh, Yahoo caters my feed, uh, news feed, but like every other uh, news article I'm looking at right now is about WandaVision because there's been a whole bunch of shit written about it this week. Uh, WandaVision breaks into Nielsen top 10 streaming rankings. Well, there you go. Yeah, no, nothing to talk about in Yahoo either. <laughs> All right, let's go over to the uh, chat box. Oh, wait a minute, we got a caller. Yay. What's going on, Jitsu? How you doing, boss? What up, dog? What up, dog? <laughs> I, I, was, I was sitting there working on my classic car with my dad. He just left, though. Oh. So now I called you to talk about WandaVision. Oh, right on. Yeah, see, and, and classic cars have been my topic before that, so that's really appropriate. Yeah, man. Uh, I was working on my 71 El Camino. Which is a fucking awesome classic car. Do you, do you want a car? Do you want a truck? Do you want both? Well, then the El Camino is the vehicle for you. It is the mullet of classic cars. Yeah. It's white trash fabulous. So do you? So uh, here's a, before we get into one division. Uh, here's a question: Is the El Camino the more uh, de- desirable one, or is it like the Ranchero the more desirable one? El Camino, fuck Ford. No, because it's the same thing, isn't it? That's, Didn't they do the almost the exact same thing? But even though it's a diff, so it's a different company. I, I don't. I couldn't even tell you which one's which. No, uh, Ram- the Ranchero came first, I believe. I believe the Ranchero was first. Like they both were like in the 1950s, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, and then they like didn't make them for a while, and then El Camino came back with them. They they put it onto the the Chevelle Malibu body style. The fifties mm-hmm. ones look different, and then um, they added the El, the El Camino as part of the Chevelle body line. So like my dad has the seventy Chevelle. It was mine. He took it back. I'm pissed about it. So I went and got a seventy one El Camino because eventually I'm gonna like once I get the seventy back, and then I'll have so then I'll have the car and the truck version. And then I'm going to get the station oh, wagon cool. version for my wife. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, those are all really cool. All right, on to WandaVision. What did you think of this week's episode? I was fucking rad, bro. It's, it's there. I didn't think they were going to actually, like, 
like turn her into Captain Marvel this quick, but that's what they're doing with Monica Rambeau. She's going to be Captain Marvel, dude. They already because oh, yeah. when they said that she's her her molecules can't go through a second or third time, whatever. That's the that's the oh this bitch is about to become phase. Like I think she cha they changed her name to Phase at some point after. Fo I think Photon. Photon, think, yeah, they changed. Yeah, that's yeah. when I had quit. I had quit. I quit uh, breeding by that point. I think because she was when I was a kid. It was Captain Marvel was a black chick. Well, the first dude was a white guy who died of cancer, and that was right. like a big deal. And then it was the black chick, mm -hmm. and then they made you know this angry, angry uh, Brie Larson was that that version of it only came around in two thousand ten. Right, that was right. like some well, wasn't goofy. there a, it was but there was a female version of of her in the eighties because I know Rogue killed her and, and acquired her powers. Yeah, she's she, but she was Miss Marvel and she was hot. She was yeah. Uh, yeah. She had long hair and wasn't all butch dykey and uh, like. She she was like she was in a little thong G string. She's hot. She's Miss Marvel, but she wasn't that like ever that powerful of a character. She was like she was like a West Coast Avenger. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she was in a real like she was an Avenger. Like she was in like the uh, she was like I think in Defenders, which was another like smaller group. You know, like she was so she's like a B character basically, a B level no, character. That right. um <laughs> they basically they had some I forget the full story, but basically. She got like, she got kidnapped and raped and had a baby and then like fell in love with her rapist. And so like, it got just complicated and weird, basically it got creepy. And so that's when Rogue kills her, like <laughs> Rogue killed her, like right after they had done some shitty storyline that got all kind of weird in the, I think it was the Claremont X-Men or it, it happened somewhere in there that she got kind of funky. And then, uh, and so then, then she was gone, and then they brought her back all late. Right, right. And, and compared to like most of the Marvels, she wasn't very powerful. Because look at Rogue. Rogue got really super strong and could fly, and that's fucking it. It's not like she could shoot beams or any, any of that kind of shit. No, no. She, I mean, she could shoot. She could shoot uh, fucking Butch Dyke venom, venom. But like you know. Uh. <laughs> now, now, my question is the the one thing that threw me off the most because yeah, we've talked back and forth about this and. Uh, and it's really hard to see some things. It's easy to see where they're going with it, and other ones they're, they're throwing so much stuff at you that it's really hard to get a good read. The thing that threw me off this week was the moment while where Peter and Wanda were talking back and forth. Wanda looks at Peter for a second, and Peter's clearly dead with glassy eyes and a whole bunch of uh, gunshot wounds, just like you know, just like we'd yeah. seen a week or two before with with Vision being clearly dead. But it still looked like the the fox version of um so yeah so if if she was well my thought on that as, is well if, if she was clearly seeing him uh, as how he was, actually is for a second shouldn't he uh, look like the marvel universe quicksilver quicksilver i would say i would say yes and my thoughts on it is probably that guy isn't under contract anymore because he just he was in tenant which i just watched which was actually pretty fucking good the other night yeah. i don't know if you've seen tenant yet but that shit was right right right, right and yeah. uh so that guy was in Tenant. So I'm sure when like he went off to shoot Tenant. So they had to. Plus they have to. They have to figure out how to get the Fox guys up in there. So I think they just. I think that's why because he, in the episode before she sees Dead Vision, right? right. And then this mm -hmm. time she sees her dead brother, but he's in the blue outfit still, right. and it's playing up to the the old comic book look. You know, the old that that's the Which fucking that's the son of Magneto. Quicksilver, you know, right, like, right, exactly. That's just, Pietro I, who goes into a becomes a fucking arch villain, 
like Quicksilver's an asshole in the comics, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when he's a good guy, he's an asshole in the comics. Yeah, he's a total dick. Same with, like, Hank Pym. Hank Pym was in, in Mike, is Michael Douglas in the movies, but in the comic books, he's a wife, he's a wife beater who becomes Yellow Jacket. Like, Yellow Jacket was my, I liked, I liked Ant-Man as Yellow Jacket the best. Like, when I was a kid, it, he was Yellow Jacket. Ant-Man was the older 50, 60s and 70s version right. of him. In the comics, when I was reading it, uh, Hank Pym is Yellow Jacket and starts beating the shit out of the Wasp and gets kicked out of the Avengers. And then, and then he comes back as just Hank Pym, and he's like got all the gadgets and shit, but he doesn't want to be Ant Man anymore. And that's where the Scott uh, Scott Lang comes in as as the new Ant Man. Right, right. Which yeah, I'm a fucking dork. What you want to talk some dork shit? Let's talk some dork shit. Goddamn right. And see, in that one, in that one, they actually cast fairly good because Michael Douglas was kind of a dick as as a uh, Pim in the movies. So that yeah, that, that was. I, I love I, I love was, how they did that. Yeah, I, I love how they did all that. How they like like okay, so they can't keep. I like how they gave a history to it. Like they 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 give it to where like that Ant Man is running around in the '60s or in the Vietnam era, and like I, I loved how they did that kind of stuff. Right, oh, right, exactly. Giving you a backstory without without it weighing you down too much. Uh, and yeah, and the yeah. movies were were really. I mean, they didn't do poorly or anything like that. But I think they're really underrated because no one ever talks I about those them. when they talk about the great uh, Marvel movies, and they were both really, really good. Yeah, I actually really like those. I, those are so like I didn't buy. I didn't like I Captain America was like my favorite. Like, well, I, I don't know. I can't say who was my favorite as a kid because I have like. Spider-Man is my all-time favorite because he was my first, you know, like I bought Spider-Man and G.I. Joe comics to start off with. And then I went into Thor and Captain America and like I always like bad guys. I never really liked the, the I never liked Fantastic Four. I liked Doctor Doom. I was never, I was a huge, I was a pretty big X-Men fan when I was a kid, but I just kind of, I always felt the X-Men were too whiny. They always do fucking whinging about how they're being persecuted and everyone's after them and all this bullshit. Got fucking tiresome. I just wanted to see like, you know, Thor and Red Skull and people kicks, you know, like, I, I, I don't know. I just, the X-Men got old to me at some point. So for me, Ant-Man is fun. Like Ant-Man's entertaining. I was never a big Ant-Man fan, but I like, uh, what's that guy's name? Paul Rudd's great in that. He really, oh, oh, yeah. he makes Ant-Man like, like Tony Stark fucking sucks as a fucking comic book character. Like if you read, I loved fucking Iron Man comic books when I was a kid. I loved yeah. the Armor Wars. Um, that's oh, the one that's fucking one thing I wish they would do. Those old armor, that Armor Wars. I wish they hadn't killed off Robert Downey Jr. before they could have done the Armor Wars yeah. uh, storyline. But like, that 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 be so Tony good. Stark, God, the character Tony Stark sucks ass. Yeah, he's a like he's, he's an Stark. asshole half time half the time he's an alcoholic he's he's not a nice dude you know he fucking yeah you know, he's super duper smart and it's almost to his detriment. But he's not funny. He's not no. like funny the way Robert Downey Jr. is either. Like he's not uh, he's not like a like a Robert Downey Jr. made that guy more of a human than the comic books did. Right, in 50 years. right. Uh, right, right. He, and that happens he was, with a lot he, of them, you know. Right, he he wasn't trading barbs with uh, you know, with the villains, and you know, he didn't have like a gift for gab in the uh, in the uh, comic yeah. Books. He wasn't a fucking witty. That's what Spider Man was. Like they basically took Spider Man was the witty, funny guy. None of right. those other pricks were ever witty or funny, but they all now are playing now. Now they're all fucking Spider Man. Basically, is what happened. Everyone's witty and funny now. But right, right. back in the day, like like Captain America's corny. Like he was a yep. straight edge, you know, 
Um, yep, they kept they kept uh, him going. But, kept that pretty good. I I really like Chris Evans' uh, role uh, as Captain America. I didn't particularly like the first movie a ton. It was all right. Uh, I I didn't like how it dragged on. I really hated that they had fucking Captain America singing and dancing at one point. Um, but they made up for it with the second Captain America movie, which I think might be the best Marvel movie. The yeah. Well, that's the thing is fucking my favorite, my favorite bad guys when I was a kid, like I loved Kang the Conqueror and Red Skull and, uh, and I love Hobgoblin. I was never really a Green Goblin guy. I don't know. Like I loved me some Red Skull because the evil Nazi guy to me, that's the most evil that you could get. He was like the most bad, bad guy. Plus I like skulls. Um, so (laughs) I thought they would do more. Like, I wanted him to come back. Like, once he grabbed the Cosmic Cube, I'm like, yeah, where the fuck do you go? Like, he's supposed to be... I thought he was going to come back the next episode, like, in a, in whether it was the sequel or eventually, as opposed right. to just being some asshole fucking being a gatekeeper for the stupid... The, what was it? The Soul, Soul Stone. Stone that he's in? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was so kind like, of a bummer. But again, they did... They made Guardians of the Galaxy more entertaining than the comic book ever was. Oh like, God! Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy comic book was fucking booty. Um, like it was okay, but like it, um, it, was, it was never that fucking entertaining. But they, like they always had this like big, huge Star Wars universe um, from the sixties and seventies that I didn't really read that much of because it was Jack Kirby had created most of that that outer space like big space universe, right? right. And then he leaves. He leaves, goes over to DC, creates the New Gods, which is, um, you know, Dark Side and all the bad guys, the the big epic space universe that's in DC Comics as well. Um, so you have the Kree Skrull War and all that shit that's going on all in the sixties and seventies. And by the time I start reading in eighty three or eighty four, most of that shit's already done. Like Captain right. Marvel is dying of cancer, and now it's back to Earth based stuff, you know. So right. you go buy back issues of stuff and none of it was like that stuff. It didn't really ever, eh, whatever. But then this fucking gun guy comes on and he does Guardians of the Galaxy. He, to me, he did Star Wars better than Star Wars. Like that's how Star Wars, the the reboot of Star Wars should have been like the way Guardians of the Galaxy part one was. You know what no, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, he had the luxury, I, I guess you could call it, of using characters nobody really gave a shit about. Um yeah. And, that, and it hobbled him in certain ways because he doesn't he isn't going to get the big headlines. Oh, he's oh, if a, it's a Superman movie or, you know, but he, yeah. that also gives him an advantage that people are going into it not knowing what they expect. So you can't really fuck it up that bad. You know, uh, no one knows. I don't give both. As you said, you know, uh, those are comic books from the 60s and 70s that weren't even that popular in the 60s and 70s. Who really gives a shit or even knows what Star Lord's supposed to act like? Well, also that, but they do. But the other thing is, is that they make these people better. Like they made them, they made them more entertaining than it was in the sixties and seventies. So it was like cool because, like, like the reason all those fucking, like, and they're starting to do it. Like they're start, like it's you. It's always kind of funny how like, like Star Wars suffered from it. DC com comics suffers from it. Um, and sometimes Marvel will. Marvel hasn't hit it yet, but. What they do is they get too good. They get they think they're smarter than the fucking comic book fan, right? right. So they'll take a, a franchise of a comic, right? The Punisher, okay? You take the Punisher, and instead of putting some big buff dude with a fucking huge fucking white skull on 
his on his chest and fucking slaughtering people in a epic fucking gun battles and shit. You put Dolph Lundgren on a fucking motorcycle um, with no fucking skull anywhere. And then they wonder why your shit bombed and sucked. Right. So then yep. you did that. They did that with Fantastic Four movie. They did a bunch of fucking movies like that where they thought they were smarter. If you stick to the core material that these people like they're hacks, basically, you think you can do it better than the like, like you're not going to beat Steve Ditko as a fucking story writer. The reason people love Peter Parker is because of the stuff that like, well, Steve Ditko was an artist. I'm sorry. Stanley is the story writer. But the reason people love that stuff is because of the core original, the original source material. And then all right. these fucking directors and screenwriters and shit want to put their little touch on it. They fuck it up. They undo mm -hmm. some specific thing that some dork fan like me is going to get all butthurt and take my 40 ass incel ass online and complain about, you know, and then they don't understand why people complain. Well, it's because you changed the, you can't, you changed who the person was. You shit like with, with Luke Skywalker, they changed the core of who that guy was as a human, as a right. person. He was, he, that's the hero's journey. He's the hero on the hero's journey. So if you take the hero and turn him into a fucking coward who's going to FaceTime himself to death, you know, or the fuck he did to fucking FaceTime him shit to death. I don't know what the fuck that was, but that's not how the fucking hero dies. The hero's supposed to show up on the fucking planet and whoop some fucking ass and go out like a fucking badass. But he right, did. Exactly. And then they didn't understand, oh, we're the butter ones. No. We just know basic storytelling because we've been reading basic story like comic books. I lived in comic books as a kid. As an only child. I fucking read comics all fucking day. This is bored, you know? Yeah. So like oh, yeah. I it's I am not you're not insult you sit there and you insult people that grew up with this stuff. It's one thing to like you you can change it. Obviously you have to change stuff like for movie matters and for to make it logical and all those things. We we understand that as dorks. It's when you take it to that extra level of changing the core of who someone is, changing right. what like makes this person tick is when you get fucking stupid and they don't under and then they cry butt hurt because oh they don't understand. No, we do. No, exactly. Yeah. No, and and you are one hundred percent correct. And and I want to touch on something that you said because it's horrible. You mentioned nobody can just do the story. Everyone has to put their own little twist on it, make it their own thing. And that's such an egotistical fucking move. Exactly. You know, right what it start. Is. It's like, dude, you, it's not, not about, well, you. What do you, it's about the story you're trying to tell. And that's what's not in Hollywood as much anymore. Like I, like I said, I'm, I live, I'm, I can literally, I'm in walking distance to Disney and Warner Brothers right now, right? Those pieces of shit would never fucking hire me because I'm too fucking straight, too white, too whatever it is right now. I don't think I'd get hired as a fucking screen screenwriter up there. I could be wrong, but it comes off pretty much like there's more, there's more issues on as opposed to just telling a fucking story. It's about other things. About it's they treat it like a product and a commodity, as opposed to just trying to tell stories the way they used to do. It used to right. be a bunch of storytellers in Hollywood. Now it's a bunch of kids who they went to school, they learned how to do directing, they learned how to do screenwriting, they learned how to do editing. Right? But mm -hmm. were they actual storytellers, or were they just did they just want to do what their heroes did? Because like a a guy like. You know, like Stanley Kubrick is a fucking storyteller. Like I can right. not be a storyteller, you know. But that right. Rain Johnson piece of shit that made fucking that made fucking Return of the, to the Last Jedi, where the fuck that albatross of a movie was, 
Fuck that guy. That guy's not a storyteller. That guy was a butthurt little millennial piece of shit who wanted to put his little, ugh, fuck you and Star Wars fans into it. Right. Was telling a story. That was him getting off his own fucking I dad issues or whatever the fuck was going on there, you know? Yep. yep. No, Sorry, no, I get a little bit passionate about this shit. No, no, you're upset <laughs> right. And, and, and the, the funny thing is, despite having all the tools and and such given to them at such a early point in their career and all the technology we have, the movies are getting worse. I mean, look, look at fucking Kevin Smith. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not putting Kevin Smith as the pinnacle of film filmmaking by any means, but he started off like running up his fucking credit cards for $30,000 and doing the movie. You think how much was you worried about putting the, you know, How many dicks did you suck? Fucking Clerks is a great movie because he yeah. told a great story. You know? right, exactly. It was the story. And and uh, the rest of his story is ranged from silly to not silly, but he wasn't looking to take somebody else's thing and put his own stamp on it. You know? And that's uh, what and that's what I hate. I hate the fucking disrespect for the, the, the people that came before them in modern society. Modern day uh, generation tide pod, whatever it is, they have this need to like all these movies that they're redoing and stuff. It's like it's not like they're taking just the old script and redo the movie. You know, we got to re- we got to make this because they have to fix what? What the fuck do you have to fix? These things were great. There was a reason why there is a market for fucking G.I. Joe and Spider-Man and Avengers and all this shit still. Right. And the reason people pay for that is because this is it's nostalgia. Right. So why are you going to okay. insult your fans? Why are you trying? You know, it's like they're trying to go out of their way to take advantage of the fans that are still there and made this product popular in order to get new younger fans and bring new younger fans in. So you got to change all this shit up for all the new younger fans who actually don't give as much of a shit about it because they already had their own thing. They already have their, their star Wars, their, you know, like whatever the fuck Naruto or uh, dragon ball Z or any of this other shit that they're going to get into, you know, you don't see a bunch of us running over there telling them change that up so I can like that too. But all these assholes are changing up our shit to make the younger people like because they need to they need that they need that audience thinking for money, but the people that support them are all these 40, 30, 40 year old fucking dudes who are living paying for that nostalgia. You know? All right. And, okay, and this this reminds me of to a slight segue, it's kind of the same topic, but I wanted to see what you thought about this. Um, a big thing that I see people complaining about a lot of time on the entire comic book thing is when they uh, try to change, and you talked about this, change basic things about the superhero, like what basically what they look like. You know, um, it, it, could, it yeah. could be a change of what race they are, it could be a change of what gender they are. And I found that universally people have a problem with this, except when it's Jason Momoa. Did you notice that? Well, yeah, he's sexy, bro. Talking nothing like uh, Aquaman. Aquaman's a blonde dude, you know, and and Jason Momoa (laughs) clearly is not. But no one has ever said a word about that cultural appropriation or or however you want to call it. Because Aquaman is the butt. Aquaman. Aquaman's the butt of the joke. Aquaman. Aquaman was never fucking cool ever. Like he wasn't cool on Super Friends. He wasn't cool before Super Friends. I don't even think he had his own comic book. He was created for Super Friends. Originally, same as the Wonder Twins. I think he was he was created for Super Friends in like the '60s, right? Wonder, Tra- Wonder <laughs> Twins are created for Super Friends in like the fucking 
uh, 70s, you know? Right, right. I'm pretty sure he was a, he's, he's a made-for-cartoon character. That's an interesting originally. one. Yeah, but um, I, I thought it was hilarious as fuck that no one ever said a word. It never, most people never even considered it. So, you know, but if it would have been the exact well, no, way I've, around, it would have been a big deal. Like, if, think about it. If, think about it. If Aquaman was traditionally a dude that looked like Jason Momoa, and you and you put uh, Brad Pitt in to play him, people would throw a fit. Yeah. Probably. Oh, I mean, well, come on. We know how this, we know that works one way and not the other. In that right. sense. So, you know, yeah. that's, the, that's just the way the modern world is. But the, uh, the thing is, is like, at least you made the character cool. I think that, I think it was more that, like, I don't think like, okay, some comic book fans. Yeah. Like you see, you remember the old, uh, the old William Shatner's Saturday night live thing where he gets up there and he goes, get a life. Will you people? Oh yeah. <laughs> to the Star Trek convention. Yeah, like great. I wanted, I want to play that for comic book fans, pro wrestling fans, mm. Star Wars fans. Because yeah, I'll get passionate and talk that shit about it right now. But it's not like I'm gonna fucking be online bitching about it all day. Or, right, right, right. You know, we're talking about it right here. But I'm not gonna sit there and like start a YouTube channel over it, like and daily talk about Star Wars fandom. You know, right, like right, right. I, I have you know, I like girls. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on there, but that's yeah. a good. That's like some incel shit. I don't know what the fuck. Because I know this shit. I went to the Return of the Jedi premiere when I was a kid. I saw Carrie Fisher and everyone have a big group hug at the end when the Ewoks are all singing. I was fucking crying. I, I was fucking the coolest shit ever, dude. Um, like I went to the Superman three premiere. Um, I love movies. You know, I, I grew up watching this stuff, but I'm not going to sit there and get. That bucker is it. some of those other dudes, you know. Yeah, I don't need to get bent out of shape about it. It's just entertainment, yeah. You know, at the, when, at so the end like, of the day. so like, if you do it right, like, okay, you changed up Aquaman, but you you changed up what he looked like for the better, and you kept kind, you made the story cooler. Like Aquaman's another one, like Tony Stark. They made Aquaman cooler than he ever was in a comic book. So if oh, you yeah. can do that, then no one's going to talk shit. It's when you take Spider Man, right? When you take something that's iconic or like Batman or something and you make him into a big pussy, you know what I mean? Or you make, yeah. you know, it's like when you do something like that or make Luke Skywalker's now a big bitch, you know? Um, Han Solo is a fucking deadbeat dad who never evolved anything from being a fucking piece of shit, like who ran out on low on fucking Leia. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like they, like that's how they wrote, they're like you just told me that all my my childhood heroes were shit bags and Chewbacca, you know. Um, right, yeah, and, and Chewbacca. <laughs> so again, that's where it gets annoying. That's where that's where the people complain, and then they just say, "Oh, you're an evil white man for saying it." No, yeah. mm -hmm. it's we grew up reading this shit, and you're you're basically insulting our childhood to to break, get over your new guys without creating something original. It's about yeah. like create something like. Don't make fucking Spider-Man black. I'd rather see Spider-Man, a black guy, get Spider-Man's powers and create his own fucking name, you know, and go do his own thing with those powers and that that life, you know? The Miles Morales kid is cool. I, I like that, uh, the Spider-Verse cartoon. That shit was cool, you know? Yeah. They did that good. But, like, overall, I would rather see, like, you don't need to fucking hack and take over some Spider-Man, take over some old white guy's fucking shit, go create some new character. But yeah, you can't do no, that because that's, that's not, need, no one's going to buy it and then everyone's going to get butthurt. And, I don't know, that's just me. I would be more interesting and you'd get more traction if, if you actually made 
if you made the if you did something original, you know, like you're a hack and that's what people call you. Like, and then you get buttered that you're hacks. So. Right. Exactly. Come on. You know, uh, and once, but once again, back to the Kevin Smith stuff, stuff, some of his movies have gotten fucking horrible to the point where I'm embarrassed to admit that I'm a fan of his, but it's still his fucking shit. You know, I, you can call him a lot of things, but you can't call him a hack, I suppose. Right. Well, yeah, like don't rage against the result, rage against the source. I rage against both. I do rage against the source. My mom was a publicist at Disney. It's shitty that they did this. Like, it's shitty that they have... I grew up running around the lot at Disney, okay? When I grew up there, it was a bunch of straight... It was a bunch of fucking straight white guys out of something out of, like, Mad Men. And then my mom and a bunch of gay people and all minority... Everyone was there before, you know? But there were a bunch of, like... There was a little bit of a known thing that they were Nazi sympathizers or something in, in Disney in the old days. It's kind of funny that it's turned as woke as it has now compared to what their old reputation was in the industry <laughs> and around here you know what i mean very true like yeah yeah but like i used to see i mean i remember i grew up looking at like tom hanks i remember geeking out when i saw tom hanks he had just done big in the cafeteria at the disney lot one night one day you know tom cruise or you know i've seen all those fans i've seen every star at some point had some interaction kind of thing like a, as a fly on the wall not as like someone anyone important or anything like disney was my family my first credit union is the connected credit union at disney you know oh, there you go so yeah, for yeah, them you to do what, parents about it for what for them to do what they've done to my childhood fucking the shit i grew up the child my childhood comic books and star wars and all that stuff i think it fucking sucks dude i'd love to go work for them you know <laughs> like try to put my voice in there to tell them this is wrong. Like, why are you doing this? This is way better. Do it like this way. But you know, whoever's up there running the ship, I don't, I don't know what's fucking going on there now. I don't think anyone else does either. Cause yeah. I hear, I know straight, I know minorities and gay people who even think this shit's stupid. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I know who think California and what the fuck, like this isn't like when you see on the OG where they all talk about California voted for this and everyone's crazy. No, it's not. It's, there's, it's the loudest fucking, it's the squeaky wheel getting the oil. It's the loudest yeah. fucking most butter. I got plenty of gay and black and Mexican friends, and they ain't fucking stupid like what you see on the media on CNN and fucking everything every night, you know? Get a little yeah, yeah, no, you're know, you right. I'm also typing to my wife. Dude, I heard your wife was on. I fell asleep. I didn't hear your wife on yesterday. Oh, Did she you was talk about the farm room? No, she wasn't really on. She uh, she, she just uh, overheard me talking and made a couple of comments as she was walking through the room, which they, which the uh, you know, everyone overheard. So I'm trying to get her on the show. Apparently, it's, uh, people want that. Um, keep on trying to warn people that you know I'm not the weird one in this relationship. So, but they don't believe me, I guess. Well, we all know she got to be weird if she married your ass, bro. But <laughs> I mean, that's. Sure. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to keep the show going until she got home to get on at least for a couple of minutes, but it looks like that's not going to be happening. She's still sending me. She's still sending me messages from the store asking me what I want. So. Well, fuck! I might as well stop sitting. I'm, I'm here waiting in the wing for her to get on the show to try to, you know, spring my game. But I might as well just forget about it now. What yeah, if, yeah. Well, God damn it, Slime! I, I, I know. I my phone down the whole time. I didn't even realize you're fucking there. Why are you letting me talk this much? Why didn't you say shut the fuck up? Hey, a Homelander has something to say. Because I, I couldn't fucking... I, I was in shock listening to all that. It's all the goddamn truth. Th I'm this a speaker is, of truth. This I has been a very good podcast. This podcast has been over the top good. Best one of the week. 
Oh, thanks. I guess. Yeah, you sound energized. You are, what's going on with you, Sly? You sound all energized. Um. <laughs> you, sound, you sound all up. What the hell? It happens. Well, goddamn, I didn't. 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 Well, hey, good talk. I, I'm honestly, I never would have even fucking called into a fucking podcast ever if fucking Sly hadn't gotten me to call in once. Now I'm fucking all comfortable and shit. Just it took a long time to get to. It took a long time till you finally did too. You know, fucking cancel. I'm about to get in fucking my state. I'm gonna have to move to goddamn Texas, man. Don't want to fucking kill me once they realize. Oh, I know that voice. <laughs> I know that honestly that that's what you know one of my fears is that same similar shit different same old story just different context yeah well, well hey just so you guys know I think we're I'm gonna fight companion tonight in a few so everybody Jay tell everybody to join it oh yeah definitely so for those that are listening right now generally speaking after the UFC uh Excuse me. After my show is over, everyone goes and watch UFC fights, uh, and Sly Dog is going to go ahead and start a podcast, and you can join in and watch the fights with them and talk with them. It's always a good time. Uh, normally, it'll say something like Sly Dog's Fight Companion or uh, something of that nature. So make sure that you tune in after our show is over and give them a try. Well, hello there, Rock G. I don't think we've talked in quite a while. First time calling in. Ah, awesome, dude. I, I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember if I talked to you before. How you doing, Bob? Yeah, no, long time commenter, first time caller. Jiu-Jitsu, right you should have charged everybody for that fucking diatribe you did on how to promote yourself on social media. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that well, was fucking was... spot on. I was like, holy shit. My wife was talking to me. I'm like, hold on. I'm trying to absorb this shit. It was awesome. It's not my field, well, I, but you know what you're talking about. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm horrible. Like, I'm, I have, uh, I'm just a sucker with no self-esteem, Rock. I just fucking, I don't know how to put a price on shit like that because I feel like, like, that's the thing is you, you're supposed to charge people for shit that you just want to share. You know what I mean? So it's hard for me to fucking always, like, that's why I have to have other people negotiate my contracts and shit because I'll always mm -hmm. fucking give up ass because I want to be friends with everyone, even though I'm a mm -hmm. dick on the OG. But I'm I'm usually like over. Yeah, that's the OG. But I was stuff. like, I mean, you laid it out really well. I was like, let's just be a fucking course. <laughs> I was I like, I should be fucking throwing your doing, bones for this. I thought about doing a guerrilla marketing course on Udemy or something like someone where someone pay me ten bucks to break it down on how to start a brand from from scratch without. Spending like by spending twenty bucks on Facebook ads and shit, you know, like to do it because it's a guerrilla. Like guerrilla marketing is how you build a, a brand that people are gonna stick with, you know. Like, yeah. Gotta, so yeah, I've always I, thought about it. I appreciate the feedback. Thank you. No, I, I have only like the smallest like taste of the field because like I'm a tech guy, and at one point like I started a one man company and I had to like market it right, and yeah. so I did like Google AdWords and shit. And I got to the point where, like, I could make as much money as I spent on the AdWords and eventually I had to get a real job. So, like, yeah. I dabbled my toes in that, but it's not my real field. Google AdWords sucks, bro. When you're, you're sitting there trying to fucking think of hashtags to put for, for keywords for Google Ads is such a pain in the dick. And then you think you've got it, and then some asshole comes up and outbids you, you know? 
and then you're on the second page, <laughs> like no matter yeah. what. And then you're going to pay like, for that one dollar and two bucks for one person's click because you're on this auction bullshit that they do now. Um, oh yeah. yeah, I mean my my experience is from like twelve years ago. Yeah. Well, they do this like thing where it's like you have to put up a bid for to be the top of the at the top of the hit. You know, someone's always going to outbid you. There's always going to be someone. You know, and so yeah. then you get that one hit. You're on you're on the top of Google for that one fucking person's search, right? And they just charge you two bucks for it, but that person didn't click on your shit. They person didn't buy anything. That person didn't go through. You know, so what's the point? I'm just spending money out the ass over here, and so that's more of a corporate get down now you like let a corporation spend that money because they have waste when you work with these big corporations they like they spend more on catering than they do on fucking social media ads you know like like literally See, dude, you fucking know that field you fucking know it <laughs> I, I, I used to work for seagate they were good uh, and i did boeing i did stuff for boeing we did um I did connection by Boeing where we put the first internet on uh, the airplanes back in 2005 or six. CES is fun. I like the tech stuff, but I I ended up going into more of the, the clothing marketing, which is where I am really good with like clothing and uh, like, you know, bro clothes, bro brands. I did silver star tap out, Hitman fight gear. Right. uh, Fatal. I I could just tell, like, even though it's not my field, you fucking know your shit. Oddly enough, I know those names that you just mentioned from playing UFC games and picking out my sponsors and shit. So, yeah, we got, I got, we got them, and then we had to go. So, like, I got, I got tap out to, I got Tekken, I got tap out on Tekken, uh, fucking back in two thousand eight or two thousand nine for my buddy, and so like, hey, what's up? You got to make friends with some guy who barely barely speaks English and next thing I know I got to tour him and I did like all this deal to get them on there and then once you get the gig or the thing you're going to get your shit into the into the video game then you have to figure out what shirt you want to put on the video game and then you have to digitize that shirt and you have to there's so much more to it than just you know a, but it was fun you know I love I love doing that stuff until I just got kind of sick of the corporate aspect of it, like, right, right. like, uh, I don't know if I could go back to like a, a, a real corporation, like a Boeing or somebody. Cause I'm not, I'm a tattooed bro at this point. Like I'm <laughs> too set in my ways. Yeah. 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 I know. I know the feeling. I, my options are, you know, country club worker or homeless. I don't really have, I don't really have a lot of other skills right now that I can just diversify into. So I've, I've kind of defined yeah, my the, career path. My shit's narrow, narrowing down to stand-up comedian or fucking podcaster pretty fucking rapidly here as I talk <laughs> more and more shit. So you guys got to tell me to shut the fuck up more once in a while. Get Grad back here. He'll tell <laughs> me to shut the fuck up. Thanks for calling, by the way, Rock. Appreciate it. I know you're going to listen for a long time. It was good to talk to you. Yeah, that guy's hey, nice to meet you, man. Start. <laughs> All right, boss. You yeah, I thought, I thought he was. I thought he was R dot, bro. I, I I thought that was R dot the whole time. I was gonna fuck with that guy a couple times because I thought he was your old co-host. Ah, uh, no, uh, jumping no, in there. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> no, that would that would have been a completely different phone call. I'm glad you didn't do that. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here, man? No, I'm good, bro. Good talking to you, Jake. Take care. Have a good weekend, brother. Thanks, you too, Jits. Uh, yeah, we're gonna call. I was trying to wait until my wife got home, but she's still sending sending me messages from the store, so that's not gonna happen. Uh, ah, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for listening this week. It's been a great week. Uh, I appreciate everyone who called in all this week and today. Uh, 
for today. I want to thank Jits and uh, Sly for calling in and keeping me company. We're not going to be back tomorrow because it's my fucking day off. I'll see you guys at Wednesday at 6 o'clock, so I hope you guys join in. Uh, until then, you guys have yourself a great day. Oh, I did it wrong. Until then, I'm Passive J, and you guys have yourself a great day. Bye-bye. Simchin for the OG. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG.